All right, guys, so Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference for the year 2022 got underway this Monday. And I wanted to talk about that keynote. I wanted to talk about all of the new things coming to iOS, coming to the Mac, coming to home, coming to CarPlay, coming to all of Apple's ecosystem. Let's talk about it. Welcome to In the Weeds with Dexter Johnson. This is a tech podcast all about you, the listener. My aim is to educate, inform, and most importantly, empower you with the tools that you need to face this ever-changing world of technology. So let's get into it, shall we? All right, guys, so in this keynote presented by none other than Tim Cook and Craig Federighi and other Apple execs, they were displaying a litany of updates to iOS, updates to watchOS, updates to macOS, updates to iPadOS, and just letting us know in the fall and throughout the year how things are going to be going for Apple. So, Let's talk about, let's just start off with iOS 16. And the biggest change ultimately is coming to the lock screen. We're going to be getting variable colors. We're going to be getting widgets. We're going to be getting notifications that roll in from the bottom of the lock screen to not disrupt your wallpaper. We're going to be getting live activities. And we're also going to be getting lock screens that can be tied to a focus. So I skipped over something on purpose. I did. And the widgets are going to be essentially a form of complications. So the same kit, that same piece of the UI that can control your watch complications, they're also tied to the complications on your lock screen. So this is going to be super cool. So that means we're essentially getting widgets, which not really their complications on the lock screen they feel like apple watch faces these new lock screens in general from the ways you can set them up to changing the way that the numbers are changing the colors it's going to be a lot of really cool things and new functionality coming to the lock screen and when i think about complications these pseudo style widgets on the lock screen yeah apple got this right this is how it should be done Moving on, messages, most importantly, iMessage, of course. When Apple talks about messages, they're talking about their locked-in version of text messages called iMessage. So now we're going to be having messages that you can edit after they were sent. We're also going to have an undo send, and you can also mark an entire thread as unread. So, of course, people on TikTok (laughs) were losing their minds because, oh, now... I can't, my screenshots are going to be off. Well, how about you clowns, you idiots, you five-year-olds, stop needing to screenshot everything to maintain your own little personal diary for blackmail. How about you just stop doing that? Dictation. We're now going to have a keyboard up so that we can move fluently between dictation and typing. And I think that is really, really cool. Next up, we're going to have live text. So I'm sure that you've taken a picture in iOS 
and you have seen how you can highlight text. So now we're going to have live text throughout the entire operating system. Pretty cool, huh? Let's talk about wallet. We're going to have more keys added, such as car, home and hotel. And we're also going to be able to share those keys easily. We're also getting tap to pay directly on iPhone with no additional hardware. Apple pay later, introducing four equal payments with zero interest and fees and Apple pay order tracking for like shipment tracking is going to be private and everything like that. So like if you're ordering something and you're using Apple pay, then you're going to be able to get that tracking right then and there. And I think that that is pretty freaking cool. Let's talk about maps. They're adding multi-stop routing up to 15 stops. We're getting a My Sports section in the news app. So I think that is freaking cool. We're also going to get quick setup for a child. So we're going to use this thing called Quick Start so you can quickly set up a device for a child. We're going to get an Apple Photo Shared Library that you can share with a family or a spouse. And I think that's great. And the share can occur automatically. And when one person makes an edit, it happens for everyone. It just cascades to everyone in the group. So if you have the photo editor of the bunch, holler to my boy, then, hey, you can make the changes and everybody else gets everything. Safety check. So I think this is really cool because Apple, they're always thinking about preventing domestic abuse, stopping violence. They're thinking about things that... They're thinking about the consequences and the repercussions of the technology that we have. So safety check is going to help get users out of domestic issues, dealing with the crisis. So there are going to be checks in the operating system. Like if let's just say you're signed into another device, you can stop sharing your location and gives the control back to the user. So you can essentially just sign out of items next home. So of course, you know, Matter is going to be this big coalition from all of the big smart home brands. But due to that, the home app is going to get somewhat of a redesign. You're going to have the top most used items at the front, at the top of the screen. So you can kind of get a bird's eye view of your home. And then we're just going to have a rolling cascading view of all of your home devices. Your rooms are going to be grouped instead of the pages for the rooms that we see now. One of the cooler things about iOS, and it's also going to be a what I'm into Friday, so hopefully you've already caught that, CarPlay. So did you know, and this is a number presented by the Apple, and we all know how a Apple's marketing is and how Apple's figures are, but just hear me out. 79% of users will only choose a car that has CarPlay. Pretty cool. So the next generation will provide content for all screens in the car. So we're seeing more and more screens across people's dashes nowadays, all kinds of screens in their dashes. So we're going to have deep integration with the car hardware from miles per gallon, fuel, climate controls, and you it can live within the gauge cluster. So that's going to be some new changes to CarPlay. We know that CarPlay is absolutely phenomenal as is, but being able to essentially take over that entire screen and display your speedometer, display your oil pressure, display climate controls. And they're saying that this is going to be starting to roll out in the next couple of years. This 
is probably some of the remnants of Project Titan that we always hear about. When we hear about, oh, Apple is building a car, this is how you can build the car. <laughs> so CarPlay is already absolutely phenomenal. Have, if you put CarPlay in an older vehicle, you're going to want to drive that car all the time. It really makes a car your safe haven. It truly feels personal aside from the paint and the wheels and everything that you put on the outside now it can also become personal on the inside all right guys so i know i hit you with a lot for ios 16 and all of those updates but can't slow down we got a lot to talk about people so watch os 9 is going to be giving us new faces richer complications banner notifications those active apps are going to be stay tied to the top of all your list of applications we're going to be making sure that the fitness app will be available to all iphone users we're going to be able to track heart rate zones for runs you're going to be able to create your own workout that have periods of work while you're running and periods of recovery while you're running so this that's all tailored to a better running experience we're also going to be getting a new private medications app that will track and help you manage all of the medications that you may or may not take in the health app and additionally this is the really cool part. Number one, you can scan the medication and it will automatically import it for you. And then it's going to give you warnings if the drugs that you take have interactions. That is sweet. Anybody else doing that? Nope. Moving on. <laughs> Mac OS update. So first and foremost, they had to let us know that the transition to Apple Silicon is going well, guys. The M1 chips are amazing. The M1 Max is amazing. The M1 Ultra is amazing. All of their chips have been kicking supreme butt. They're freaking great. But now, M2, it's here. We're getting more power efficient performance. We're getting 20 billion transistors. That is 25% more than m1 we're going to be getting 24 gigabytes of unified memory that's up from 16 so i'm not sure if you remember baseline m1 just the regular plain m1 chip whether it's found in the macbook air the macbook pro or the mac mini they all capped out at 16 gigabytes now that cap is at 24 gigabytes the next generation secure enclave and media engine and the first machine to get M2, MacBook Air. This new MacBook Air is the newly designed MacBook Air. It looks like the new other MacBook Pro, 14 inch and 16 inch with the notch. It starts at $1,199. It's got MagSafe. It's got the liquid retina display. It's 13.6 inches. It's 25% brighter than the previous unit and capping out at 500 nits of peak brightness it's silent and it's fanless and of course they updated the 13 inch macbook pro with the touch bar the one that i have it has the m1 in it but they're updating it to the m2 i don't know why this machine still exists in the lineup it's probably their dumbest and stupidest entry in the lineup they should have just killed the 13 inch macbook pro 
Apple, what are you doing? What's oddly absent here is that we do not have an M2 Mac Mini. That is interesting. And I think, I wonder, is it just not ready? Or are they going to perhaps do something different with the RAM? Or are they going to say that the Mac Mini, you can get an M2 with more than 24 gigabytes of RAM? But they said that you can go up to 24. So I'm not sure what is going on? What is the state of the Mac Mini? Because the Mac Mini is an excellent entry point for so many individuals. So are we no longer going to have that entry point? Now, we're going to be getting Mac OS Ventura. You're going to have Stage Manager where you can kind of cascade your apps on screen and you can keep older apps and other apps that might have something to do with your current working app off to the side. Did I note that that's coming to iPad? Yeah, that's coming to iPad. So mail is also going to have undo send. It's going to have scheduled send. It's going to have follow-up suggestions and remind me. We're also getting handoff for FaceTime. So a new feature called continuity camera is going to be coming out as well. So this is Honestly, in my opinion, it's because webcams suck on the Mac. So essentially what we're going to do now is that you can use your iPhone for your FaceTime camera in Mac. Sweet. That's all I have to say. Ab, this is super sweet because for whatever reason, I've just never understood why Apple, it seems like they place a worse camera in their laptop screens and on their Mac screens than they do their iPhones. So in this case, you would use the back cameras and that would be absolutely unbelievable. They actually have something called a desk view if you're using like an iPhone 13 Pro Max so that you can, it uses the wide lens to be able to pick up your desk and it picks you up at the same time. Guys, it's phenomenal. <laughs> it is absolutely phenomenal. All right, guys, last but certainly not least is iPad OS. So, iPad OS 16, we're going to be getting a lot of the same features mentioned above from iOS and macOS the weather app <laughs> is finally making its way to ipad os no calculator no calculator yet but the weather app is coming we're also getting a new collaborate mode so you can just essentially start something from messages and you can have files a whiteboarding session and all of that tied to your iMessage group chat phenomenal and that whiteboarding session that I was talking about, that's going to be coming in the form of an app called Freeform. Next, we're going to be having desktop class apps. What do we mean? So more apps, but that UI is going to be coming. That's going to be a little bit different. And I talked about stage man manager earlier from Mac OS. That's coming to iOS as well. So you're going to have overlapping windows, external display display support so you can throw those windows on an external display so ipad os is really bringing the best of ios and mac os kind of 
in a hybrid approach. So guys, that is WWDC, the keynote in a nutshell. Of course, we know that the developers conference continues on throughout the week and we even have stuff continuing to today. But honestly, when I take a look at all of this stuff, I am blown away by everything that's coming to iPhone. When we're talking about the lock screen, when we're talking about updates to maps, wallet, when we're talking about updates to CarPlay, which I've become absolutely obsessed with, CarPlay is a freaking game changer and they just do it right. Mac OS, we're getting a lot of good changes there. iPad OS, guys, there are so many things for us to look forward to from Apple this year. So yeah, another excellent keynote from our friends at Cupertino. And of course, if you want to learn more about all this stuff, just continue to follow the podcast. I will be right here with all of your updates. Guys, this has been Dexter Johnson. It's been great. WWDC is always one of the things that I tune in for. I just cannot wait to watch it every single year. And this year was like none other. Guys, until next time, we'll holler at you. Thank you for listening to another episode of In the Weeds with Dexter Johnson. I'm hoping you're coming away more empowered, educated, and enthralled in the technological world. Be sure to tell a friend, share this episode, and follow me on Twitter at Dexter underscore Johnson. And most importantly, stay tuned for future episodes. Until next time.